0: Welcome to this podcast, The Road to Well-being. My name is Dr. Marjorie Kinney. Each episode I'll be giving you simple exercises, activities, or tips that can help you take one step after the other on your own road to lasting mental strength and well-being. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody. Sorry, I haven't been keeping up regularly with the podcasts. Life has been busy. One of the reasons uh, I didn't do one last week, which I had actually planned to do and hoped to do, was because I was hiking in the Black Forest with two of my three kids. So I took the two older ones who are good hikers. And that's what got me onto the topic that I'd like to talk about today because I love hiking. And walking, I have for a really long time, I think trying to think, I think I really started walking seriously, if you can use those two words together, like walking seriously. when I was about sixteen years old, and I had just been dumped for the first time, and life was basically ending and wasn't worth living. and <laughs> and it was summertime, and I found myself, getting up early in the morning and going on really long walks or what's long, 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half. And I just then even started to realize how good walking makes me feel. It doesn't have to be fast or it can be in the city or in the woods. It's just something that's always made me feel better. Now I know, now uh, 20 years later, there's so much research about why walking makes us feel so good. And uh, that's what I want to talk to you guys about today, that there are so many reasons why simply going on a walk is so great, not only for your physical health, but also for your mental health, and it can really help you deal with issues. Just a simple exercise of walking. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So I'm going to give you guys three different ways or reasons why walking can really help you. The first is something called mindfulness walking. If you are in a situation where a lot of things are just cluttering your mind, or as I, I catch myself in this this a lot too, where I'm either living in the past or in the future. So I'm either thinking about things that already happened, maybe kind of Oh, why didn't I say that or do this? Thought trains in my head, or worrying about the future. How is how am I going to manage this at work? How am I going to deal th- deal with this or do that? That's living in the past or living in the future. And mindfulness is about living right now, and right now, and in this moment. And for me, I know it's something that's taken a lot of practice, and um, I'm kind of a slow learner. So when I first started hearing about the concept, I just didn't really get it. And it took a long time for that click moment to happen. But what mindfulness is really about is just bringing your focus back down to your life every day. When we're walking, a mindfulness walk would look like paying attention to each step, just really feeling how your foot is touching the ground, left and then right and then left right and as soon as you catch your thoughts wandering is to come back to this oh, how is my foot feeling as it touches the ground a lot of people choose to do their mindfulness walking barefoot which um has other physical benefits too so really feeling each pebble each grain of sand underneath your foot maybe you're in the forest and you can feel the soil or uh the rocks another um, way of doing a mindfulness, sorry, (laughs) I'm really having a sore throat today. Another way of doing a mindfulness walk is going through your senses. Again, this can really help if your thoughts are kind of getting out of control or taking control of you. So you would say, okay, what are five things that I'm hearing right now? Oh, I'm hearing the birds singing. I might hear a car in the background. Maybe I hear some water somewhere or the rustling of leaves etc. And then going to the next sense, what are five things that I feel right now? I feel the breeze on my skin. Again I feel the way my feet are touching the ground. Maybe the fabric against my leg or the way the hat my hat is sitting on my head. The sunshine on my skin. What are five things that I'm smelling right now? The pine trees or maybe you're in the city and you're smelling sense from a restaurant around the corner or maybe even, you know, the exhaust from cars and going through this over and over and over again. Five things that you're hearing, five things that you're feeling. You can also do five things that you're seeing. Obviously, I see the trees. I see the tall building over there. I see people or a caterpillar. And you can Also, for those experts, even do five things that are affected by your taste. Maybe you're mm, tasting the toothpaste in your mouth or maybe other very fine differences. And you go through your four or five senses over and over again, each time listing five things. And that's being really mindful, really aware of what you're experiencing right now. And again, that helps me and helps a lot of other people when you're going through an anxious time. So that's a mindfulness walk. Another thing walking can really do is help you deal with problems that you're stuck with. So if you've ever found yourself where... You're, you're doing the broken record thing where you keep repeating the same unhelpful thoughts over and over again, or you're trying to work through a problem and you're just, you're not getting any further. Uh, I also know this technique is used to deal with post PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So anyone who's experienced an extremely stressful experience or veterans, it's kind of like your brain is getting stuck. And this is explained very well in in good layman's terms for anyone who wants to read it in a book called Walking Your Blues Away, uh, which came out in 2006 by Tom Hartman. And he explains the physiology of this cross movement. As we walk, when our right foot is forward, then our left hand is forward, and vice versa. When our left left foot is forward, our right hand is forward. And this cross movement, is really good at getting things moving along in the brain. I would say, like, let's say you're having brain constipation and you need to get things moving, and you can't take prune juice or flax seeds or something. This cross movement is really great at get getting both hemispheres of your brain to communicate better. I've seen this also in other um, in other areas of psychology. Um, NLP uses something called the figure eight walk, which basically does the, this is, is the same idea, NLP being neuro-linguistic programming. And I've also seen this cross movement in psych K, which is a process of um, changing your, your deep beliefs and attitudes, where one would cross the arms, the ankles over each other and the wrists over each other. And it's all the same idea as you're getting both parts of the brain to communicate better. And this can be really great, for example, if we're having a hard time dealing with a dramatic situation where it's it's getting stuck in the hippocampus, which is a part of the brain that deals with short-term memory. And instead of being downloaded into the long-term memory at night when we sleep, which is as things should be, you should experience something during the day goes through the hippocampus, your short-term memory. And at night, it should be um, downloaded into the long-term memory. And then your hippocampus should be freed the next day to process new memories. But when we're going through a really traumatic or stressful experience, it can be that the hippocampus, it's not allowed. Like the rest of the brain's like, no, nope, don't want it. You keep it. Throwing the ball back into your court. And that's when we have a really hard time dealing with experiences And this cross walk, this movement of the body, just simply going on a walk while thinking about what's troubling you. So really actively allowing, maybe it's a bad emotion, maybe it's a bad memory or bad feelings right now, actively bringing that to the forefront while you're on a walk can really help you. At a deep physiological level, deal with your emotions and your feelings. And I think that's, that's really magical. I love the, the mind and body connection and here are seeing it work really well. So to recap, bring anything that's bothering you. Let it happen. Let the emotion come up. Let yourself feel it while you're going on a walk. And you may notice that by the time you get home, you're feeling much calmer. And you've maybe just had that aha moment. Ah, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I can um, bring my thoughts and my feelings back down again. So give it a try. The final thing I want to talk to you about today is comes from a very, very old tradition. I know it's at least hundreds of years old, if not thousands of years old, from Japan called forest bathing. In Japan... Um, if one is going through stress, particularly at work, it is really common to go out into the forest and you might, it may not even involve walking. Actually, it's just being present in the forest. And this is clearly, you know, everyone knows by now, nowadays, right? And we hear it over and over again. You have to slow down. You have to get away from your cell phone, away from the computers, the flashing lights, definitely away from the TV and YouTube and all this stuff. And getting into nature is really great for you. And now we also know that there's even more to it than just simply getting away from the source of the stress. Um, Starting uh, in the 2000s in Japan, there's been a lot of research coming out from Dr. Qing Li. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Q-I-N-G-L-I. And he's written a a book by now as well. I, I believe it's just called Forest Bathing from 2018, where he talks about the healing properties that trees, and in particular pine trees, have for us humans. So, right, nature is full of healing properties, from food to, um, you know, botanicals and trees, as again, again, particularly pine trees, release antimicrobial essential oils. So, they're called phytonocides, if I'm saying that correctly. And they're kind of like, I think of them as pheromones from the trees. Us humans uh, unconsciously receive pheromones from other humans all the time. You know, when we have that love at 1st sight moment, it's probably just pheromones talking to each other, right? Our, our chemicals are a good match. Our biology is a good match. And trees send out these antimicrobial oils, they protect the, they have a, a purpose for the trees so they protect the trees from germs and bacterial infections but for humans they boost our immune system they reduce blood pressure they reduce stress and anxiety and this stuff has been proven they improve the quality of your sleep and the very the very newest research is even showing that being around trees reduces the de- levels of depression and your risk of cancer. I think that's amazing. I know I've been telling my pregnant clients for years now, go on walks, plenty of walks. It's good for you. It's good for the baby. It's good to prepare for the birth. And if you can, get out in the forest. How great is that, right? You're on a walk in the forest. They can of your mind. And meanwhile, the trees are giving us, giving us this gift of a natural boost for our immune system. So there's preparing for all of this um mentally thinking about what i wanted to talk about today and we've got the mindfulness walking and we have the way walking can get that cross action going and can help us deal with emotional problems or difficulties in our life and also the forest bathing getting getting those good chemicals from the trees into our immune systems and it really reminded me of how many hero stories or coming of right rituals and cultures that involve going on long hikes and walks alone by yourself and the the one that comes to mind is the walkabout from the Australian aboriginal aboriginal culture where people young people go out into the world on their own for days if not weeks and surely a lot of this is about being alone and dealing with your own thoughts and the very basics of survival. But I also can't help but wonder now how much of this is really all about the natural great positive effects of going on a walk all bundled up into one, <laughs> turning into a an adult, turning into a valued member of society ritual. So that's enough from me today. Um, I hope you enjoy going on a walk this afternoon or tomorrow and remember those times when you're feeling like you really just want to crawl back in bed and today's just not going to be a day for you If you can just get on that comfy pair of shoes and just get out the door and get into the sunshine for a few minutes it might be really really worth it for the short term and the long term be well take care of yourself